Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 56, Nine Things Audacity Doesn't or Can't Do. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, also known as The Ramen Noodle, and I appreciate that you have come again to listen to another episode of this, or maybe this is your first time checking us out. If so, please make sure that you are subscribed over at the Audacity to Podcast. That way you'll automatically receive every episode as it comes out. And you can also subscribe to the email newsletter and receive podcasting tips or tricks. And I sent out something recently, one of my secrets to podcast cover art design. I sent that out to the newsletter. So if you'd like little tips like that on podcasting and audacity, you can check that out at theaudacitytopodcast.com. And you'll see the newsletter sign up over on the right side of the page. Well, I skipped doing an Audacity episode last week. I usually do Audacity episodes every five episodes. So it would be something focused entirely on Audacity. And I skipped that last week because I wanted to share those Audacity or those podcasting fears that people have, the the seven deadly fears of podcasting and for people who are looking to podcast or people who are already podcasting. I've gotten some great feedback from that and several people saying, thank you so much for sharing that. I still struggle with some of these things or this helps me to know that I'm not the only one struggling or that even seasoned podcasters struggle with this. So it was great. If you haven't checked that out, then go back and listen to that the Halloween special that was a little scary. That's why we dealt with the fears of podcasting. But in this episode, I want to tell you about the things that Audacity doesn't or can't do. I hear a lot of people talk about how they want to move away from Audacity or thinking that Audacity can't do certain things or that they should buy more expensive software because that will make their podcast sound a whole lot better. Some of these statements that people express negative sentiment about audacity are true. Some of them. Many of them are just people don't know audacity very well, or they don't know how to work around a certain issue that audacity has had a workaround for a while, or maybe it's just they don't like the way audacity does it. So whatever the reason, though, there are things that audacity doesn't or can't do. And it's important for you to know these restrictions because knowing what Audacity can't do or doesn't do will save you from wasting time trying to figure out how to make Audacity do those things it doesn't or can't do. Some of these things, there are workarounds like plugins or little tweaks or hacks. Some of these things, Audacity just outright can't do it. And so you shouldn't use Audacity for these things. Now, this is focused entirely on Audacity in different ways that you might use Audacity. And almost all of these apply to podcasters or anyone else using Audacity for any other reason. So first, let's talk about the things that Audacity just outright cannot do. Number one, Audacity can't effectively tag MP3s. 
you've probably seen this. If you ever export an MP3 file or a WAV file or any kind of audio file from Audacity, you go to the file menu and you click export. It asks you what format you want. And then after you choose your format, choose the file name, then it pops up this other thing that gives you the option to tag your files. Now, yes, you can tag your files that way. But Audacity is not good at tagging MP3 files or whatever file it's exporting because it doesn't give you all of the options and it doesn't tag them in the most compatible format. That's why I recommend that you get something like MP3 tag for Windows or ID3 editor, which is a paid software. MP3 tag is free. ID3 editor is $15 for either Windows or OS X. You buy one, you get both, really. So you can easily switch between them. And these programs will give you the options to tag your files in every single field that's available and tag your files with the cover art for your podcast. And I mentioned in episode 52 how to properly add ID3 tags to audio podcasts. So this would be tagging your MP3 files. So if you want more information about tagging, then go back to theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 52. And the show notes for this episode, by the way, will be at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 56. So you can get those links there for this and anything else that I mention. So Audacity can't effectively tag MP3 files. I would suggest don't even bother tagging Audacity or using Audacity to tag your files when you export them. Use something else. I recommend MP3 tag or ID3 editor. If you really, if compatibility with Windows doesn't matter to you, you could use iTunes. But most of you I know are uh, Windows podcasters and using Audacity on either Windows or Mac. And in that episode 52, I mentioned some Linux solutions as well. So number two that Audacity outright can't do is Audacity can't make good podcast MP3s. So forget tagging for a moment. Audacity is not good at making podcast MP3s. This is something that I did change my mind on a while back, actually, before I even hit the double-digit episode numbers. I released an episode defending Audacity's MP3 abilities, but then I started looking at it a lot more and realizing that, ooh, I was kind of wrong. The content I shared back in episode six, I believe it was, I shared about how to create MP3 files with Audacity. So if you go back to, uh, yeah, that was episode six, go back to the com slash six, you can hear that. And just keep in mind, don't use that for podcast files. And the reason I say that is that Audacity uses lame to encode its MP3 files. And some people will say, oh, that's because it's really lame. No, Lame is the best MP3 encoder out there for music when you're using variable bitrate, which is a type of method for making your MP3s, for encoding them and compressing them. So Lame will produce the best audio files at the best file size for music and variable bitrate or VBR. However, This is not good for podcasts. Podcasts are best with 
consistent or a constant bit rate, which is CBR, and podcasts are best uh, encoded with methods that work better for voice. So if you try to use LAME, which is what Audacity uses, and when you install it, and you can install it for free, Audacity doesn't come with it, but it's really easy to install. You just download a program, an installer, and install it. Audacity comes with this, but if you use it for your podcast, you'll get something that won't sound the best that it could. But if you switch to the music settings, like using variable bitrate, well, yeah, you'll get something that sounds really good, but it won't be very compatible with podcast players out there. Like a lot of software can easily misunderstand the variable bitrate and it will think your file is larger or smaller than it really is, or it will think your podcast is longer or shorter than it really is. Some players are just outright not compatible with variable bitrate files, like Libsyn uh, software that they make for iPhones and Androids will not accept variable bitrate files. So that's why I say that Audacity can't make good podcast MP3s. It's just not designed for that. But you can use Audacity to make music MP3s, but I don't recommend using it to make podcast MP3s because podcasts are mostly voice and you need podcasts to be much more compatible than music needs to be compatible. So if you want more information about using Audacity to make not lame MP3s by using iTunes, which is also free for Windows and OS X, then I suggest going to theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 10 and then you'll be able to hear how I explain how you can use Audacity and iTunes to make MP3s without using Lame. Essentially, you export as Wave, put that into iTunes, and use iTunes to create your MP3s because iTunes uses a different method and it's much better for voice. It's using constant bitrate, and it's designed much better for voice. You'll get something that sounds better than using the exact same settings from Audacity with Lame. So Audacity can't make good podcast MP3s. Number three, Audacity can't make music. You can import MIDI files into Audacity. These are the files that are digital music files where it tells the computer what notes to play and so how it sounds depends on a lot on what software and hardware you have on your computer because it is synthesized music it's not a real audio recording it's just digital synthesized you can now bring these into audacity and you've been able to for quite a while with the 1.3 beta version so yes you can bring mp or midi files into audacity music files but it's not very friendly for editing those files like GarageBand or other music software is. And Audacity also doesn't have stuff like loops, sequencers, and a bunch of these other apps that make it really easy to edit your stuff in real time uh, with uh, special effects or changing your music or transposing all of this stuff. You can't do that in Audacity. So Audacity can't make music. Number four, Audacity can't publish or share 
This came from Bob Buford on Twitter. He said he suggested this is when you look at programs like GarageBand or some of these other programs that are designed to be extremely user friendly, they have this option built into them where you can either publish or share your media right from that program. Like many video programs will have this option. You just publish it straight to YouTube or Vimeo or Viddler or whatever service. Or like GarageBand has an option where you can publish it to iWeb. No, I take that back because iWeb is gone. No, GarageBand has something like publish format, sticks it straight in iTunes. Audacity doesn't have that. This is another thing, like many of these other issues that Audacity can't do, is you'll need to use something else to publish or share your file. You can't even email a file straight from Audacity. You need another program to do that. But then again, I suggest using another program to make your MP3s anyways. Anyway, anyways is not a word. Anyway, so if you're using another program to make your MP3s, which I suggest iTunes, then it doesn't matter kind of that Audacity can't publish or share. But then again, it goes back to that. It's, it's not a one-click solution for you. But that's okay. Because I think other programs can do it a lot better than Audacity might try to do it. And then you're not locked into the particular way that Audacity might try to do it. You can do it your own way. So Audacity can't publish or share media files. So going back through this, things that Audacity absolutely cannot do. Number one, Audacity can't effectively tag MP3s. Number two, Audacity can't make good podcast MP3s. Number three, Audacity can't make music. Number four, Audacity can't publish or share. Number five, Audacity can't use real-time effects. This is where you can apply your effects in real-time and hear it in real-time without changing your audio or distorting or anything like that, where it's it's like a layer on top of your audio. I could relate this to Photoshop, but I realize not many of you know Photoshop. But this is where real-time editing is where I can change things while it's playing back to me. I can adjust effects while it's playing, and I can apply effects to the audio without actually changing the original audio. So if I apply an echo to a sound, if I was being able to do this in real time or editable effects, then applying uh, an echo, if I apply it in a place and then later decide, well, that's too strong of an echo. In other programs like GarageBand, maybe Audition and other programs that you pay for, you can find these options that will allow you to apply the effects, but then go back and change the effects later. The effects don't get permanently baked on. So if you added too much of an echo, you could go back and reduce the echo or change the sound or pitch of the echo or anything like that. But Audacity can't do that. When Audacity applies effects... It bakes them into what you've selected. You can't, you can undo it, but you can't change what you've already done. So I recommend before you create something and apply effects with it, make a backup copy, an unaltered 
raw copy of it before you apply these effects. Because if you discover that your effects didn't work, then you can have something to go back to. A while back, I remember recording a podcast that was done over Skype. I think it was myself, Eve Franklin, and Chris Jones uh, doing Are You Just Watching over at areyoujustwatching.com. And E. Franklin was in the studio with me recording, but Chris was coming in through Skype. And we recorded all of this, and I applied my Chris's dynamic compressor settings, or what I was using at that time, for Chris's dynamic compressor. And it sounded great for my audio and for Eve's audio. But because Chris was coming in through Skype, it applied it really weird to her sound so that the ends of her words were being cut off and certain things she was saying weren't coming through at all. So it really messed up the sound for her, but it sounded great for us. I released that episode without going back and listening to everything again to hear how it sounded. I released that and then heard back from Eve saying, hey, this this just doesn't sound right. It's all messed up. You can't hear everything that Chris is saying. So because I had saved my raw audio, I was able to go back and reapply the effect the way that ended up working and republish that file. If this was a real-time or editable effect, then I could have just changed that while I was editing or changed that after the fact, just gone back and changed the numbers in there. But Audacity can't do that. Audacity bakes these things in permanently. And I'll give you a little bonus here, number five and a half thing that came from David Dell on Twitter is he said, Audacity can't get any cheaper. And that's true. It's free. Audacity is completely free, and so are most of its plugins, or almost all of its plugins are free. So it can't get any cheaper than that. But do remember, free comes at a price. The cost of your time to do what could be easier or quicker to do in software that you paid for. So free does cost, but at least it doesn't cost outright dollars. So that's a little bonus five and a half for you there. So things that Audacity outright cannot do. Number one, Audacity can't effectively tag MP3s. Number two, even if you make your MP3s with Audacity, I don't recommend it because number two is Audacity can't make good podcast MP3s. Use something else. Number three, Audacity can't make good music. Number four, Audacity can't publish or share. And number five, Audacity can't apply real-time or editable effects. Those are the things that Audacity outright cannot do right now, that is. It's very possible that in the future, they will adjust some of these things. Of this list that I just shared with you, the only thing that I could see them possibly adding to the list would be real-time and editable effects. I could see them maybe doing that in the future someday, But that could be kind of difficult for them to do that because that would take a lot of programming and stuff. But there's some really good guys, so they'll maybe apply that someday for you. So that's what Audacity outright cannot do. Now let's talk about the things that Audacity doesn't do 
unless you use a workaround. So number six, I'll just continue the number and I'm going to kind of cheat on the numbering here and continue it beyond sections because this is nine things Audacity doesn't or can't do. So number six is Audacity doesn't record multiple devices. Audacity is a multi-track editor and recorder, and it will record as many tracks as a device supports. So we've talked about this before of that if you have a stereo device and you plug it into your computer, and most devices are stereo, you plug it in, Audacity will record two tracks. That's left and right. So that's the two tracks there, a stereo track. But if you have some kind of fancy mixer that connects through USB 2 or Firewire or something that supports multiple tracks at the same time, more than two, then Audacity can do that. Audacity will support, I've heard as many as 16 tracks at a time. Uh, some people have hacked Audacity to do even more, but I don't see why how you'd end up with that. But if you have a device that supports more than two tracks, Audacity will record more than two tracks. However, I'm not talking about how many tracks Audacity records. What Audacity doesn't do is record multiple devices. That is, if you get a USB microphone and then you get a USB mixer, or let's just say you have two USB microphones. This this is much easier to consider and much more realistic. You have two USB microphones. You plug them both into your computer. Audacity cannot record from both of them at the same time. By default. Now, on Windows, this really, really, really depends on what software you have, what hardware you have, the drivers, the capabilities and such. There may be a way on Windows to combine multiple devices into a single device through software and have Windows record that as if it's a single device. That may be possible in Windows, but I haven't heard of a way to do that. On OS X, on the Mac side of this world, you can go in and turn on an aggregate device, or rather create an aggregate device, which is where you can tell it, create a new device that takes input from this device, this device, this device, and this device. So on a Macintosh computer, you can tell it to record multiple USB microphones. And it's fairly easy to do. I mentioned that uh, several episodes ago, and I'll have a link to that in the show notes at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 56. Instructions on how to do that in OS X, making an aggregate device but you can't do that in Windows, at least that I know of and that my listeners know of so far. If you know of a way of doing that in Windows, creating an aggregate device that aggregates the input from multiple devices, please let me know. I'd love to share that with everyone. So by default, Audacity doesn't record multiple devices. In OS X, you can trick it a little bit, but also in Windows, well... Right now, it seems like there isn't a way around that. Number seven, Audacity doesn't offer multi-band compression. I hear this many times because my good friend Cliff Ravenscraft 
has the software Adobe Audition, and he has his secret sauce, which is using the multiband compressor in Adobe Audition. And he said many times that he can't switch to any other program because he doesn't get that multiband compressor. And I've heard other podcasters use it too. But there are compressors built into Audacity. There's a, a single band compressor. There's also what I recommend the free plugin, Chris's uh, dynamic compressor, which I now host that on the website. You can see that. I'll have a link to that in the show notes at the Audacity to Podcast dot com slash 56 you can download chris's dynamic compressor but if you really want a multi-band compressor and the reason i'm saying really is because a lot of the time i hear a multi-band compressor abused to the point that it gives me headaches to listen to someone who has pumped up the multi-band compression a bit too much. It sounds too booming and too radio-like or too artificial. When you listen to me, I have just very, very basic equalization settings adjusted on my mixer, and that's it. I am not running a multi-band compressor. I just run Chris's dynamic compressor just to adjust the volume levels. So it, it If you really want a multi-band compressor, well, first of all, think about it. Do you really want it? But if you do, Audacity doesn't offer it by default. But there is a free plugin. It's called the C3 Multi-Band Compressor. I'll have a link to that in the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 56. It's very similar to Adobe Audition's Multi-Band Compressor. But C3 multiband compressor is free and it works with Audacity. So you can try that out if you really want a multiband compressor. Uh, one annoying thing, by the way, with many of these tools is Audacity doesn't remember the settings for them. But that also depends on the tool. Some tools allow you to save the settings, some tools don't. So it depends. So what Audacity doesn't do without workarounds, number six, Audacity doesn't record multiple devices, number seven, Audacity doesn't offer multiband compression, and number eight, Audacity doesn't support WMA, AAC, or several other audio formats. Again, this is partially true. You might have a file that you've encoded with iTunes or something, it's an AAC, or when you look at the file, you'll see .m4a. You try and drag that into Audacity, doesn't work. You try and drag in a WMA file, which is a Windows Media Audio file that you might have recorded with a Windows program, or maybe certain portable devices record in WMA. You try and drag that into Audacity, doesn't work. You try and drag in several other formats into Audacity, doesn't work. Or if you're using Audacity and you want to export to these formats, nothing is there for you. That's where like I said, this isn't built into Audacity, but there's a very easy workaround, and I've mentioned this before. It's the FFmpeg plugin. allows you to import and export as w, or yeah, WMA, M4A, which is AAC, AMR, and AC3. AC3, by the way, is the format that DVDs typically have their audio encoded as. So this little plugin gives that extra support for importing and exporting 
with Audacity using those formats. So it's not built in, but it is supported. Just not right out of the box, even though there isn't a box. So let's go through this list again. Things first that Audacity absolutely outright cannot do. Number one, effectively tag MP3s. Use a tagging program to do that. Number two, Audacity can't make good podcast MP3s. Use iTunes to do that. Use CBR setting. Number three, Audacity can't make music. Use a different program to do that. Number four, Audacity can't publish or share, but you're going to use a different program to do that anyway. Number five, Audacity can't apply real-time or editable effects. This, you would just have to look at a different program. Get a different program altogether if this is really important to you. Number five and a half, Audacity can't get any cheaper. And then things that Audacity doesn't do without workarounds. Number six, Audacity doesn't record multiple devices, but sometimes you can hack around that in your operating system or with certain drivers, maybe. Number seven, Audacity doesn't offer multiband compression, but you can install C3 multiband compressor and you get that feature. And number eight, Audacity doesn't support WMA, AAC, or other formats, but install the FFmpeg plugin. And that is FF, that's two Fs, it's not just me stuttering. FFmpeg plugin, and you can import to these or export in these formats. And then number nine, this is the show stopping big one. Number nine. Any audio editor, not just Audacity, any audio editor, Audacity, SoundForge, Audition, SoundBooth, GarageBand, whatever, can't make bad audio sound good. Now, let me liken it to this gross illustration. No matter how much you spend on kitchen equipment, You can never make poop brownies good because you're starting with bad ingredients to begin with. So it doesn't matter how expensive of a mixer you use to mix up the poop with the brownies. It's not going to be good. So if you give Audacity or any other audio editor bad audio, there's no way you can make it sound good. Yes, you can enhance what you record in your audio. And I mentioned some things back in episode 50 over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 50, telling you some ways that you can enhance your audio so that it does sound good, even if you're using cheap equipment. So check that out, episode 50. And you can even fix some glitches, like you can remove noise from your podcasts. And I mentioned that in episode 12 go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash 12, and you can listen to that, how to remove noise with Audacity. Yes, Audacity can enhance what you already have, and it can fix some of these glitches. And other programs can do this too. Audition has a great repair tool, and other programs have repair tools and noise removers and enhancers and all of this stuff. But they are just enhancing what is already there. But there's absolutely no replacement for getting good audio in the first place. Because if you're recording good audio into Audacity or into whatever program you use, then you'll get good audio coming out of it. If you record bad audio into any program, 
it will still sound bad. You can spend hundreds of dollars on fancy software. It will still not sound as good afterward. You can only enhance the quality that's already there. So if you're not getting good quality in the first place, you won't get it out on the output. So going through this list again, number one, Audacity can't effectively tag MP3s. Number two, Audacity can't make good podcast MP3s. Number three, Audacity can't make music. Number four, Audacity can't publish or share. Number five, Audacity can't apply real-time or editable effects. Number five and a half, Audacity can't get any cheaper. Number six, Audacity doesn't record multiple devices. Number seven, Audacity doesn't offer multiband compression. Number eight, Audacity doesn't support WMA, AAC, and other formats. And number nine, Audacity, or any audio editor, can't make bad audio sound good. So that's my list of things that Audacity doesn't or can't do. What things have you noticed or that you think Audacity can't do? I'll be honest with you. I, I've had this idea for a while, and I tried to jot down notes, and I came up with a couple items, but then I just realized I can't think of a lot of things that Audacity doesn't or can't do, the other software can. Yes, there are certainly plenty of things, but do they matter that much to podcasters? Probably not. The other programs like GarageBand, Audition, whatever, SoundForge, Acid, whatever, may do these things a lot easier or more intuitive or have more options or whatever, but it can still do essentially the same thing that Audacity is doing. They may even do those things a little bit better, but don't feel like you have to buy expensive software just because Audacity can't do something or you think it can't do something. But I would love to hear from you. What would you add to this list? What things does it seem like Audacity can't do for you or it doesn't do unless you add a plugin or tweak something or hack the code or whatever it is. I'd love to hear from you those things. You can comment on the show notes at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 56, or you can call and leave a message on the voicemail line, which is 859-353-4332, or email me at feedback at noodle.mx. It's feedback at noodle.mx. And let me know what it is that you think Audacity can't do or doesn't do very well. And maybe we'll find something that we can find a solution for, or maybe we'll find something that, you know, this just doesn't work. Use a different program for this altogether. So those are the things there. My nine things that Audacity doesn't or can't do. What are your things? Please share. And also the links for everything that I've mentioned in this episode will be in the show notes at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 56. Now, if you need help with your podcast, like podcast design, setting up the website for you, getting podcast cover art, I would love it if you would come and check out my portfolio or or hire me to design this stuff, set it up for you, whatever. You can check out my portfolio for podcast cover art 
at podcastcoverart.com. And I'll do a little bit more self-promotion after I end this show. So if you want to stick around and hear a testimonial and some other stuff, then please do that because I'd love for you to hear that and love to work with you. But that's my little mention of it there. Now, please, if you have any questions, any comments, any ideas, feedback, anything like that on this episode or any episodes, some old episode or new episode, then I would love to hear from you. You can call in your feedback to 859-353-4332 or leave a comment at the show notes for this episode, which is theaudacitypodcast.com slash 56, or send me an email feedback at noodle.mx. And you can send audio files to that email address as well. That's feedback at noodle.mx. If you send any kind of audio, please keep your feedback to shorter than three minutes, and that way it makes it easy to fit on the show. And also, that way you don't get cut off by the programs that take the voicemail and all of that. Please make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast through iTunes or your favorite player. And if you're in iTunes and you see my podcast or any of my podcasts, please leave a review. Honest review is great, but I'd also love five-star reviews, and hopefully that would be honest for you. Be sure to check out uh, the email newsletter with some podcasting and audacity tips for free. And follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash the ramen noodle t-h-e-r-a-m-e-n-n-o-o-d-l-e now that i've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools it's time for you to go podcast with passion organization and dialogue check out the show notes at the audacity slash 56 i'm daniel j lewis Thank you so much for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts at noodle.com. MX. That's noodle.mx. And also, the Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more at techpodcast.com. So, as I mentioned earlier in the show, I got a great raving testimonial from a client recently, and she recorded a video testimonial that I'll be posting on the website soon. And what I did for her, this is M E Anders or Anders, and you can check out her website, author M E Anders.com. That's A N D E R S.com. I designed podcast cover art for her and a header image for her website that went along with her podcast cover art. And she has a psychological thriller, and she's a psychological thriller author. So she sent in this feedback and testimonial on what I did for her. Hello, my name is Mindy Anderson, otherwise known as M.E. Anders from AuthorMEAnders.com. And today I'm giving a testimonial for Daniel Lewis from D. Joseph Design. 
And I just wanted to say thank you to Daniel for working with me on my podcast logo cover art and also a header for my website. My podcast is called PsychPod Studio and he did a tremendous job of tying in my header with my podcast logo image. I wanted to have the same image across both mediums, but I didn't know exactly how to tie them in together. I'm not artistic. I may be able to write words and tell stories, but transferring that into the artistic realm and cover art eh, doesn't work. So I was actually recommended by one of my Twitter friends to check out at the Raymond Noodle. So if you want to find him on Twitter, you can contact him there. And I've been only impressed with his work. It was done on time. It was a reasonable price. And he also gave me several different sized images that I can use in the future if I decide to switch websites or hosting. So I just wanted to say thank you, Daniel, for the great job. And I really appreciate your work. And I hope people check you out and use you. It's D. Joseph Designs. Thank you. Well, you are so welcome, Mindy, and thank you for that great testimonial there, and I'm really happy that she was happy with the results, and you can check that out. I'll have a link in the show notes at this for this episode, and you can watch that video as well, that you can check out what I designed for her at authormeanders.com, or just check out the show notes, theaudacitypodcast.com slash 56. And one last thing I want to mention is I am quickly trying to catch up on my podcast back catalog that I listen to because I am so eager to start listening to the audiobook of Steve Jobs because I really want to learn what made him tick and where did he get his ideas from and what inspired him and how can I then be as innovative as he was or maybe even more and I got this audiobook for completely free. I love that. I love getting free stuff that's valuable free stuff. And I got it for completely free. And you can too by signing up for a 14-day free trial of Audible. Go to audibletrial.com slash noodle. That's audibletrial.com slash noodle and sign up for a free 14-day trial and you'll get to pick any audiobook that you want. But right now, I'm I'm really looking forward to getting into the Steve Jobs audiobook. But I've got to catch up on my podcast listening first. But it's okay because I can cancel my Audible membership within that 14-day trial and I never have to pay a thing and I get to keep the audiobook for free. That's awesome. So I get free audiobook just for trying it out. And I think you would be happy with it too and might find something you'll like. So check it out, audibletrial.com slash noodle and get a free audiobook that way. So thank you very much for sticking around and listening to this self-promotion and little ad here that I stuck in. And if you have any questions, definitely I would love to hear from you. If you want to hire me to design anything for you, check out podcastcoverart.com or djosephdesign.com and email me, call me anything, feedback at noodle.mx or 859-353-4332. So I'll say this again. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. Thanks for listening and thanks for sticking around for this little self-promotional spot.